Hey team, it is Daphne and Thelma. We are here today to talk about H.H. Holmes. This one is all mine. Yes. I'm so excited about it. So Miss Daphne did all the research for the first episode of The Outlaw Pass, which was an amazing episode, if I might add. Um, <laughs> but now I'm going to be talking about H.H. Holmes today. One of my first fascinations when I was younger, mm -hmm. went on a lot of tours to H.H. Holmes museums and such with my dad when I was younger. That's so cool. Um, I grew up with a criminal psychologist as a father. Little fun fact about me. So I got to know a lot of fun stuff. That is so cool. Yeah. We should interview your dad at some point. He actually uh, listened to the first episode of the podcast mm -hmm. and loved it. And oh he gosh. wants to come on. Excellent. And he asked what his name should be on the podcast because we don't go <gasps> by names. And he came up with one and I already forgot what it was. But it was <laughs> so we're not going to use it. We definitely have to think of something funny for him. Or, be like, him. or just let it fly. Let him call himself whatever. I don't know if that's a good idea. <laughs> I know this is 18 plus, but it doesn't need to be like a, I don't know. We got to make sure the appropriate level is at least appropriate for That's us, true. you know? That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Well, do you have uh, maybe a reefer report for us? Uh, I sure always have the reefer report. So today we are smoking a hybrid called Z Fruit. Z Fruit or like the Fruit? Uh, the Fruit. No, it's just uh, as in Z as in Led Zeppelin. Okay. Okay. Fruit as in banana. If a banana is not a fruit, please don't correct me. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I actually think it's a berry. A banana berry? I'm not going into this right now. But so the reefer report, we're smoking the Z fruit hybrid out of a king size OCB cone. So we're in a king size today. So usually we smoke two J's during the course of our thing. We're only doing one today. <laughs> Because um, it's king size. We normally do two, three, fours. <laughs> yeah, right? The, the lady ones. Um, but if you stick with us to the end of the episode, we'll have our reefer review. <laughs> I was born with the devil inside me. I could not help the fact that I was a murderer. No more than the poet can help the inspiration to sing. I was born with the evil one standing as my sponsor beside the bed where I was ushered into the world. And he has been with me ever since. Herman Webster Mudgett. That's terrifying. Yeah. And it's actually not an exact quote. Oh. Everyone thinks it is. That's why I wanted to read it because everyone okay. knows this quote. Yeah. He did not talk like that. He was from like the late 1800s. And they kind of had a little bit of a different way of speaking. Yeah. So if you ever look up any of his uh, recorded speaking, I heard somebody say it this way, where he would say something along the lines of, yes, I had three apples. If three was equal to two plus one equals three, but in some calculations, five equals three. So in certain realms, I would have five apples. He talked very backwards. What? Yeah, he talked. That's apparently that was like a thing during that time. But he was also a very intelligent person. But any of his recorded information that he had, or any of his recorded interviews, none of it actually made a damn like a sense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let me tell you, I got a lot of information here. So first thing I want to go over, he was born Herman Webster Mudgett. That's unfortunate. I think that's why he changed his name. He was the third of five. So he had an older sister, an older brother, and then a younger sister and a younger brother. Okay. Which I think is very, 
funny is H.H. Holmes stands <laughs> for Dr. Henry Howard Holmes. So not Holy Habanero Holmes? Not Holy Habanero, okay. even though he was hot. <laughs> was and he? I hate, yeah, I hate to say this. Um, <laughs> in, so I read the book Devil in the White City. Right. Amazing, 10 out of 10 novel, highly recommended, was also very fabricated. Right. And it's in the history section. Um, I wouldn't say fabricated. Oh, yeah. I would say it's more an extension on the truth. There was a basis of truth with a lot of it, yeah. but the whole point of Devil in the White City was that he started building this murder castle, this right. murder hotel for the World's Fair. Right. I hate to tell you, all you H.H. Holmes fans out there, he started building it way before the World's Fair. Right. So it wasn't directly connected. Um, probably had some things intertwined. But he's a very big mystery. We don't really know the exact number of people he killed. But they started the World's Fair. And this is what I found very fascinating, not to get too much into it, because that's not what we're talking about today. France had done a huge World's Fair. Okay. And from my understanding, the Eiffel Tower was built for the France World's Fair. Oh. And so that's... It was known as an architectural marvel, like yeah. the whole fair as a whole. And when they decided to do another one in the United States, there was a huge argument on where it was going to be. Uh, New York was an option. Chicago was an option. D.C. was an option. Ended up being in Chicago. Um, some of the biggest architects worked on it, and it was a huge architectural marvel for the United States and for the world in general. It was only done within like about a two-year time frame. I think even less than that. What was? The whole fair was built. It was a marvel. There was a theater that was built. There was, oh. it was there for like almost like several years. Oh my gosh. Um, and people came from around the world to Same. this fair. Um, there was a theater that was built that was supposed to be one of the first quote unquote soundproof theaters. Wasn't the same kind of soundproofing that we have today. Right. Basically, it was a theater that had, like, an entire building built around it. Okay. So, which had shopping centers and such in oh, it and whatever. Cute. But there's a lot of things that are very fascinating about the World's Fair. But unfortunately, I we're not here for architecture. We're here for crime. So, back to crime. Oh, yeah. The one oh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right, we're learning about the world. Okay, no <laughs> more architecture. Back to crime. The one thing that I thought was the most fascinating thing that I found out from devil in the white city is there was a bar in chicago called oh my gosh the ripper <laughs> yeah. i am i have been called morbid by everyone in my family i have been questioned by my psycho psychological psychologist <laughs> father thinking that he thinks that i have something wrong because i am obsessed with true crime listen to this shit all right so they had an entire bar down in chicago called the ripper in this bar, the main <laughs> bar was a coffin, a used coffin. A used coffin? Used coffin, because there was the White Chapel Club that was there. In case you guys don't know, the White Chapel murders is Jack the Ripper. Oh. So that's how all this is related. The oh Ripper, gosh. Jack the Ripper, okay. White Chapel murders. So they had the White Chapel Club that would meet there. One of the guys from the White Chapel Club, I believe, committed suicide. Okay. From what I understand, and with him committed to committing suicide, the Whitechapel Club, and this is in the late 1800s, which granted was a long time ago, but this was not a norm, took his body to the beach in Chicago on Lake Michigan and burned him over a pyre. <laughs> oh my God. Like Viking? Like, yeah. And like celebrated and drank and whatever. And that's what they did. This was. All right. I mean, I can get down. I'm not even touching I'm not the surface. 
So the coffin that was there was his coffin. So it didn't get burned. No, he it just it burned. was just the body that got okay. burned. So it was his coffin. On top of that, they also had donated by the Chicago Police Department, by the way. <laughs> um, all of the artwork that was on the walls was used weaponry for local murders in Chicago. Because at that point, there was no DNA. What are murder weapons? Right, murder <laughs> weapons. There was a shroud. I don't want to say oh shroud. Oh, my gosh. A sheet that had blood on it that was hanging from the ceiling. Oh, my gosh. From my understanding, it was one of, from one of the last battles with the Native Americans in the area. <gasps> yes. From my understanding, one of the local tribes. And they actually had it hanging there, as well as That's knives and... This is gross. Yeah. So I am like having really mixed feelings about it. Oh, I hate it. I absolutely, and this is coming from the morbid person. Yeah. I absolutely hate that this was a thing. But at the same time, I'd go. I'd buy a shot. But they talk about our generation being morbid. What the oh hell gosh. is that shit? People in the like 1800s and early 1900s did such outrageous things with dead bodies. I know. <laughs> Well, and <clears throat> trust me, we're about to get into a lot of weird dead body shit. Oh, yeah? Because nice. one thing with H.A. Holmes, he was convicted of nine murders. Okay. Minimum nine. He confessed to 27. Okay. However, one of my favorite people, her name is Katie. Um, She's going to come into play later in the story. He confessed to murdering, and she was not, in fact, dead. <gasps> oh, yeah. Um, I remember. she actually went into the police department and flat out said, I see this in the paper that I have been murdered. I have never been or will never be murdered by an H.H. Holmes. And she was, I'm going to go into that a little later, but she was my new hero. That's awesome. She was portrayed for a long time as kind of like a ditzy idiot. Right. Which it was the 1800s. Right. Every and she was a was woman. Portrayed like it. So... Do your research. We're not. Uh, But she ended up, anytime they asked her a question, she was just so vague. Like, they flat out asked her, like, have you ever seen H.H. Holmes uh, commit fraud? I don't know. I love a vague bitch. I know. I don't know. Have you ever seen him do anything uh, like criminal? I don't know. But I'll get into her a little bit more later. Right now I want to talk. 2020, it's the year to be vague, people. It's 2022. Oh, my God. It hasn't been 2020 (laughs) for two years. All right. It's 2020 as well. Uh, So there you go. I got you, Daphne. I was speaking uh, in 2020's vision. Yeah. You know, fun little fact. When 2020 first started, I had the whole, at the very beginning of the year, I was like, 2020, we're going to be seeing 2020 vision. It's going to be a good year. (sighs) I fucked up. Psych. Uh, You brought this upon us. I'm just kidding. And next thing I know, Tiger King. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> we're not talking about Tiger King. That's not today's episode. So anyway, so he was born <laughs> May 16th, Herman Webster Mudgett. So what I thought, what I was trying to go back and relate to is his name was Dr. Henry Holmes when he ended up getting to Chicago. His younger brother's name was Henry. I find that just very fascinating. I didn't find any reason on why he was named after him. I also did not really want to go into his siblings or his children because he does have two kids or did have two kids because they didn't do anything wrong. And uh, besides their first names and what happened to them, I'm not going to go too much into it because they deserve their privacy and 
everybody's related to a nutsoid. So it's all right. It's fine to try and shrug that off. So he had, he was born in New Hampshire. There we go. He was born in New Hampshire. His parents were English immigrants. They were born Methodist. They were, the mom was very, very religious. Ooh, I know Methodists. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, Methodists. <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, we were. There were no indications with H.H. Holmes that was recorded for the McDonald triad. Do you know what that is? No, but I'm very interested. Okay. There's another name for it. I can't remember what it was, but I McDonald, noticed McDonald like, tri- not like Ronald. So like E-I-E-I-O. Not old. Not old McDonald. Not old, and not Ronald McDonald. Not Ronald. Okay. Don't remember the guy's first name, but it's <laughs> M-A-C. I don't know if that makes oh, a difference. Oh, it does. Mac. McDonald. Um, so the McDonald triad, and this is something I will probably talk about a lot in the true crime aspect. When there's children in the seventies, I think this became really popular. There are three high indications of somebody growing up to be unstable <laughs> and it is animal cruelty, oh. bedwetting, fire yes. starting. They have now come to the conclusion that this is not an accurate science or yeah. anything like that. But I also think it's very important to point out that they actually did try to find yeah, to see if like he, a profile. Yeah, if they had if he had anything going on in his childhood. Yeah. And from all reports, he lived a pretty happy childhood. There was oh. no problems. There's no reports that his dad was abusive, which is usually another That's usually thing that part of it, assume. Yeah. The only thing is is he was the middle child of five. Maybe he was just angsty. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You know, middle kid. I know. Um, I was Just younger. Uh, yeah, I'm the oldest. Mm-hmm. And we could see the difference between the two of us. Yes. And yeah. my fiance is the youngest. Oh, yeah. And I am a lot like... Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm a lot like Brad. That's his name? We're no. not calling him Brad. Isn't that... Well, isn't that Scooby Brad? Scooby? Yeah. And it's like, cause Fred? You'd think that if we decided to do Scooby-Doo names, I knew the rest of the names of the Scooby-Doo characters. Fred. I'm dying. Yeah, we can call him Fred. Okay, he'll be Fred. I like Brad now, though. I don't like anybody named Brad, I don't think. Okay, Velma does not have a Scooby. Nope, Shaggy. Scooby. I do have Velma Velma has cats. I have cats. (laughs) But I don't have a Shaggy. I ain't getting shagged. That's just what's going on here. I don't know where this is going, but I'm going to go ahead and get back to AJ Shams because he oh, is. Yeah. Okay. So back to, back to the guy. Okay. So at this point, he's still Herman. Herman. Herman so um, also the whole reason I started talking about, I want to go back and touch on this for a second. The whole reason I started talking about Devil in the White City is in that book and in a lot of other places I found he's reported as being a looker. He had blue eyes he had a mustache that was <laughs> I love mustaches. fantastic. And I'm not trying to say smash or pass with H.H. Holmes here, but like I think it's important to acknowledge these things because there are people like right now Ted Bundy's a huge name. Right. And a lot of uh, people find him very attractive. Yeah. He is not a bad looking gentleman. Sure. Am I uh, going to go try and find him and be obsessed with him? Absolutely right. not. Right. But I think it's important because then there's a lot of other like the BTK killer or what have you that are not conventionally attractive. Right. And those people are always more, oh, I could have known he did it. Da, 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 right. As so opposed the, to these suave, right. 
talkers that are like, you know, yeah, I think it's the moral of the story is charming. Like, yeah, That's the word. Yeah. Thank you. It's like crappy things come in beautiful packages mm-hmm. as well. Like just because somebody's good looking, you can't mm-hmm. assume that they're going to be harmless. Yeah. They're going to have good intentions because you kind of tend to want to assume that. Yeah. I anything to. looking good. Yeah. If I see a complete smash at Walmart, right. I don't want to know that he does things <laughs> like this. So he, at this point, he was still Herman Webster Mudgett, very attractive man, graduated at 16 years old from like a boarding school and instantly became a teacher. So he was a what? smart guy. Yeah. This was also the 1800s. I don't know how things worked back then. Okay. Um, I oh, didn't yeah. do that kind of research. Yeah. <laughs> but he was also very smart. And because like we were telling you about his charisma, whatever, he also was a good talker. So he was able to confuse the audiences that are listening to him and almost think he was smarter than he was. Oh. And I think that that is a trait that a lot of people have that don't even realize they have yeah. it. But he married when he was young. He was 17 years old. He married his first wife, Clara. From my understanding, too, uh, he did not murder any of his wives. That's I so think weird. that's very strange. That's interesting. He there are other people that are close to him that he did yeah. end up killing. Oh yeah. But like one was his partner. We'll yeah. get to that later. Not partner sexually, partner working. Partner in crime. In crime. <laughs> yeah. Not that that matters, but like I just want to differentiate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so he married Clara um in nineteen seventy eight, so the year after he graduated. And he had his first son named Robert. I'm just going to say that name. There is a line still directly related to H.H. H. Holmes. Oh, my God. Is it Robert Pattinson? <laughs> Robert? No. Oh, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> oh, got it. Uh-huh. I was like, what? Because they were both named Robert. I got it. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Negative. But there was like a really cool show that was on TV on History Channel that's by his great-grandson or great-great-grandson. <gasps> And it was him trying to figure out if H.H. Holmes was Jack the Ripper and they were one and the same. Oh. Which is a very... That's an interesting theory. It's a very big theory. I have a book literally sitting next to me that I read that is called... Hold on. I'm going to tell the book. It's called Dr. H.H. Holmes and the Whitechapel Ripper. It is by Dane Ladwig. Very amazing book, but it kind of just compares the two and see saw mm-hmm. like how yeah. if it was possible, yeah, if it could have been possible. I'm not gonna get to my opinion on that till later. Okay. <laughs> um. So he graduated from. Okay. Nope. Let me backtrack. Had a son, Robert. Then he went to the University of Michigan and graduated in 1884 from the Department of Medical Medicine and Surgery. During the same time, he started. There's records of him starting to become pretty abusive towards his family okay so outside people like their neighbors they said housemates i don't know what that means i think that was the thing okay probably like a roommate Roommate. okay that's what i would have assumed yeah but they said housemates had reported maybe it's a whole like a tall house and every person has a level but they're all like intermingling and they're (laughs) yeah and they're just all friends so they're all a a mate Right? Sure. <laughs> sure. I am mate. So the housemates, uh, they recorded nothing. I don't know what My accent I'm doing. Not even an... Okay. You're trying to go Australian, but. I went. You're not. not uh, I went fail zone. Okay. So they <laughs> reported that he started becoming very abusive to Clara and the, the son. Mm-hmm. At this point, they were all living in Michigan because he was going to the University of Michigan. Clara and. 
his son moved back to New Hampshire. During his time, he also worked as an assistant to an anatomy professor at the University of Michigan. Okay. At this time, him and the anatomy professor is when he started his life of crime. All right. When I say life of crime, <laughs> everyone knows H.H. H. Holmes is a crazy murderer. Right. That was not his primary Wasn't crime. he a con man? He was a con man. He was a flipping scammer. So awesome. I'm trying to censor my curse words a little bit on this podcast, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> ran it in. Um, ran it in. <laughs> so he started with grave robbing. Oh, my gosh. Because during that time, they had a short... And part of the reason they think that he killed so many people is because of this. They had a short supply of cadavers for medical students. Oh, oh, and medicine oh. was advancing so much during this right. time. Advancing, question mark. They were doing a lot of <laughs> testing. So um, They were trying a lot of Whether or not else. it was moving forward right. <laughs> remains to be seen. Um, still to this day remains to be seen. Still to this day. But he did a lot of grave robbery. So mm-hmm. him and the professor were suspected of doing this together and then returning the cadavers cadaver however you want to pronounce it but he would they would bring them back to the medical school right so then the students were able to practice on it and they would be able to pocket quite a bit of money because they would go for a lot of money oh the okay 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 Mm -hmm. okay so he was stealing bodies from fresh graves and selling them to the medical school Mm -hmm. yep saying oh this was my great aunt tessie Harry Potter reference. Um, and <laughs> I want to go ahead and donate her to the school for not donate, but yeah. I'll give 500 bucks. Yeah. That's an hour like time money. I'm sure that it was like maybe 50 bucks with them. Yeah. But you never know. This is also when he started his insurance frauding. So this is when insurance started getting big. Oh. And I, he did a lot more insurance fraud than anything. So he would file and say that he had a sister named Sally May. Sally May. I don't want to use Sally May because I hate those student loan people. They are terrible. What? Sally Sue. Student loan Sally May? Is that a student loan thing? They are awful. Oh, I don't know anything like that. Yeah. And you want to know what if you sue me? That's fine. <laughs> because I'm pretty sure you're getting sued by the government right now, Sally May. Anyway, Sally Sue. Um Sally he would really he would <laughs> She sells seashells. By the seashore. seashore. (laughs) And so he would then insure this random person for life insurance. A random non-existent person. Random non-existent person. Because at this point, first off, computers were not really a thing, in case you didn't know. And (laughs) records were terrible. Yeah. Because there was still a lot of immigrants coming in. Things were changing. It was a a crazy time. Crazy time. And it was also in the middle of the World's Fair. Right. Which that does take part of this because it's also. And there's like a huge influx of people. Right. So, but this was kind of prior, still in Michigan. It was in 1884 he started his insurance fraud where he would like get somebody named Sally Sue and do a life insurance policy with Sally Sue on the seashore. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And then would find somebody that died that kind of matched the description of the life insurance and bring that cadaver in. By oh grave gosh. robbing. So a lot of people automatically assume he did this by murdering people. A lot of it is more recorded with grave robbing. Okay. So he That's does have one interesting. later that we will get to where yeah. it does have to do with, you know, murder. <laughs> right. But at the same time, <laughs> you guys couldn't see my hand gesture. Stabby, stabby, rip, stab. <laughs> but um, he would do anything. He was so smart. So he would figure out all the different types of insurance. So he didn't only do life insurance fraud and the cadavers. He also went into things like 
building and furniture fraud. So once again, we know him for the murder <laughs> castle and how he would keep firing the architects and the oh, builders yeah. and the construction workers. And everyone's like, oh my God, that's just so fishy. Well, because records were so bad then, he would change his name. Yeah. And so he would fire the one group. Then instead of going by Herman Herman Webster Mudgett, he would then go by, I don't know, H.H. H. Holmes and be like, I don't know who Herman was. That's not my debt to pay and would not pay right. for the workers' work. Right. right so, right. yes, there were weird things that were found in that building Yeah. called the Murder Castle. Did it have chutes leading down to a gas chamber? Did it have secret walls in every room and ways that he could watch people? Not so much. Um, so going on to back to where he was at with the insurance fraud and started doing it with the bodies. Once Clara left, he went to New York. This was the first reported disappearance with him involved. Okay. The police never did any investigation. This is not any of the 27 quote unquote or nine quote unquote that he admitted to, okay. but there was a young boy that went missing and he claimed that the boy just told him he was going back to Massachusetts. Oh, that was the first one. Yes. Okay. They never found anything about this boy. Yeah. Once again, records were terrible. So they don't they have didn't find a body or anything. No. Okay. So that's, that was okay. just like a weird, just, yeah. He said, you know, she said almost that's, that thing. And that's why they say it could be up to 200. Right. Because there's so many weird situations right. that even happened in the whole city of Chicago. Right. Which we think of Chicago now, there's a lot of people there. Yeah. There was still even a lot of people at For this that time, time yeah. in Chicago. Still the second biggest city, I believe, in yeah. the United States. Yeah. And the United States was popping, you know. <laughs> and Chicago was also <laughs> the city... For single women. So single women that wanted to go and become career women, Chicago was the city for it. Oh to come here and become like either a secretary or yeah. housework. There was a lot of maids, housework, nanny type of things yeah, yeah, yeah. that all yeah. came out of it. But yeah. it was for the working woman. Yeah. So also a lot of women during that time moved to Chicago and they were never heard from again. Oh my gosh. A, was it because they were murdered? B, is it because they were murdered by somebody that Else? wasn't H.H. Right. Holmes? Right. See, was it just the communication was bad? And right. it took three weeks to get a letter. If right. If you even ever got it. it. You yeah. know, there was no planes. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's, you have no idea. Yeah. It, it's really, that's why I've even heard upwards of numbers of three, 400 people. Right. I have no idea. Convicted of nine. Okay. Realistically, I think probably close to 15. Okay. I think that that's my personal yeah. number. Yeah. I think close to 15 to 20. Yeah. Um, so anyways, when he, after New York, right after the boy went missing, he dipped. He was gone. He went to Philadelphia. He started working at a drugstore. Mm -hmm. He eventually will become a pharmacist. I don't know if he was a pharmacist at this drugstore, though. Um, but he did have a history in medicine yeah. and surgery. Okay. So he was, people respected him. Yeah. He was also very smart. He had a child that died from getting medicine from that store. They were not able to directly relate it once again. And also once again, the 1800s, they probably gave him cocaine to pure cough. <laughs> so we don't know. <laughs> so at that point he moved to Chicago. This is when he officially started going by H.H. H. Holmes. Okay. He has had a couple other 
uh, aliases. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know another big one that he used was Alexander Bond. Um, <laughs> which makes me really sad about any James Bond movies. But I think H.H. Oh, H. Holmes is pretty... I think it's a. I think it's a good choice. Yeah, it's I think a solid, solid choice. No, no credit to this disaster of a human, yeah. but it's much better tri- than triple alliteration is always a good way to. Yeah, it's yeah. much better than Herman Webster. I can't even say Herman it. Herman Webster Mudget. Yeah, H W Mudget. I don't mudget. like Mudget. Yeah. I don't know what a Mudget that's is. That's gotta go for yeah. sure. I'm sorry with anybody with the name Mudget. I feel like that's a rough <laughs> one. Um, but he started going by H H Holmes. This is when he started doing uh furniture scams as well. So that what sounds hilarious. The furniture scams, I kind of like this one. This one's interesting. So what he would do is he would get items to furnish a quote-unquote room from okay. a furniture store okay. and say, hey, I'm going to display it here. <clears throat> and then if people want to buy it, I'll let them know where it's from, what have you. Eventually, he's supposed to give the furniture back. Oh. So what he would do is he would build secret rooms to hide the furniture so when they came looking for the furniture it was gone and he's like oh somebody stole it i'm so sorry or oh i'm a different guy i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) so once again (laughs) what yeah he was pretty intelligent that seems like like why that length for furniture you know what i'm saying yeah it is extremely clever but he was Are you smooth. hurting for furniture? <laughs> or was furniture really expensive? I think that he just didn't have anything. Um, and also keep in mind, at this point, he's still also married to Clara. So we're, where is she? She's in New Hampshire doing her own thing. And he's in Chicago. He's in Chicago. They have had no contact. Okay. I want to keep Clara's name in here because she does come back later. Okay. He does get married again, which are like not legal marriages. Okay. But uh, she comes back later in a fun way. Okay. Really quick. Yes. If anybody hears snoring, it is, I think we talked about this in the first episode, but it is my dog laying on the bed. Yeah. Sleeping. So if you hear weird growling or snoring noises, dogs. it's the pot dog. Sorry. <laughs> her name's Organic, or- Organa. I think that we decided to call her Oh, that. yeah. Organics. Okay. Got it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're not going down that road. <laughs> so anyways. <laughs> When he moved to this area, there was a a couple that owned a building. It had the address. I didn't write it down. But they owned this building, and it was a drugstore. That's all it really was at the time. An apothecary. An apothecary. I don't know if that's what it was called at that point. But it was a woman and her quote-unquote ailing sick husband. Older guy. Quote-unquote? Quote-unquote. Okay. Because, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh... So he started working at the drugstore again. Mm-hmm. This time, I think he started going into the pharmacy work because it ends up becoming Holmes's Pharmacy. Okay, okay. He convinces them. They live on the second floor. There were a couple of apartments up yep. there. Yep. And he convinces her saying, hey, you're older. Your husband's sick. Why don't you sell the building to me? Okay. And she, they decide to do it. Yeah. One story goes that her husband mysteriously died. He bought the building from her. And that she goes missing. Oh my gosh. However. He killed them both. They both lived well into the 20th century from all actual records. So once again, I love the story of H.H. Holmes. But so much of it has been dramatized and blown up because the records were so poor back then. And there was a newspaper that was around during that time. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. But it was a big propaganda Okay. And they didn't, kind of like us, 
weekly or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. And like so salacious. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, they didn't have Google to fact check things. Right. And so they would post something in this paper, uh-huh. and then all the actual papers would take it as fact and run with it. Right. So this is something that happened. This yeah. actually was something I believe didn't even come out to the 1930s as a rumor that he killed them because okay. they lived to the 1920s. Okay. Um, I don't know if they lived in that same building, right. but that was not, from my understanding, debunked. those were debunked. Yeah. Okay. Very um, interesting. Which I also find interesting because of like his choice in the people, but. He decided to murder. Right. Um, so anyways, so he gets the building. He names it Holmes's Drugstore mm-hmm. or Holmes whatever. Across the sh- Holmes Pharmacy. Across the street, he starts building, and this is like in 1886, he starts building the quote-unquote murder castle. Okay. And he originally just does two floors. The first floor is all shops. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The second floor is all actually long-term apartments. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say it was a quote-unquote hotel. Mm-hmm. He eventually decides to add the third level, which would be the hotel. Um, and he would add that when the whites, when the World's Fair started. Okay. So circle so back. like in preparation for the influx of people. people. And people that are visiting. Yeah. So when people say, oh, devil in the white city, what have you, how yeah. the relation. There was a little bit, but I don't know if he necessarily was like, <laughs> I'm going to target all these right. people. <laughs> it wasn't Wormhole. like yeah. as intentional as people try to write it as. Yeah. And I think he only had like maybe two or three hotel rooms. Okay. Like it wasn't. So Massive. the first, yeah. yeah. Okay. And the first floor was all shops. The second one was long-term apartments. In 1886, during this time, he married his second wife, Murda. He was still not divorced from Claire. married. Quote, unquote, married. He tried to like mail in and do a divorce, but... Clara reportedly never even got the paperwork. Okay. So she just thought he might have died, disappeared. He, she had no idea. Yeah, who knows? At this point, he had his first daughter named Georgina. Did he have kids with Clara? Yes, the one Robert. Right, okay. okay. Robert Patton. Robert yeah. <laughs> this one's Georgina. So they, they, and these are the okay. only two known kids. Okay, 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 okay. Um, had her in 1994. Um, they stayed together for a while. From my understanding, Murda was the woman that he spent the most time with. Okay. She lived in the murder castle, and when he was in Chicago, he was pretty much staying with her. Okay. Murder um, in the murder castle? Murder, murder, murder <laughs> castle. If I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm sorry. It looks like a very pretty name, and I would be embarrassed. Murda. Murda. Murdoch. Murdoch. M-Y-R-T-A. M-Y-R-T-A? Murda. Huh. My, I was thinking M-U-R-D-A for some Murda? Fun <laughs> fact. I have a fun story for this. I am a true crime connoisseur. Okay. Mm-hmm. I went to Scotland mm-hmm. and I really needed to go to Loch Ness. Of course. And I met this guy at a bar at night and he said, Yeah, I'll pick you up from your hotel room tomorrow and we can go to Loch Shut Ness. Up. Well, I didn't have a car. So I wasn't going to say no. <laughs> so. I was like, okay. And so I'm trying to think of how I'm going to do this while a little bit intoxicated. And I was like, all right. So I start to get to know him. I add him on Facebook. So that way, at least I've got his information. He ends up being a really, really great guy. So just for the record. Sure. So his first name was Murdo. M-U-R-G-O. Okay, love. Right? Like the name. His last name was Hugh. H-U-G-H. Okay. Say it. Murdo Hugh. Murdo you. I'm not joking. This was his name. This was a dead serious story. Did you his, see his identification? His I'm name was said, Murder Give me your Hugh. Driver's license. And uh, I was like, I don't. I can't get in the car with him. Yeah. Um. 
So I got in the car with him and I went to Loch Ness and I'm totally safe and fine. Anyways, back to the story. He didn't murder Hugh. Murder Hugh did not murder me. <laughs> okay, so I just realized I said the wrong name. Lucy is actually the name of his daughter that he had with Murda. Oh. Um, Georgina is somebody that he supposedly is married to later, but he's married to everybody oh, right oh, now. And he never oh, got right. divorced, you know. <laughs> right. So so after all this happens, he spends the time with Murda. Eventually, the murder castle is actually taken down. So it is now no longer there, which honestly, because of the fact that it was like such a maze, I think it'd be really cool to go in and take a right. look. I didn't realize that it had been taken down. Yeah, it's now a post office. You can... Mm. There are H.H. Holmes tours, and they actually drive by it. Yeah. Um, And I've been on those, and they're really cool. But it's not, unfortunately, not great. But they also did not do as much, from my understanding, they didn't do as much es- excavating. Sorry, I have a little bit Oops. of a lisp. Excavating. <laughs> if, I, um, if I touch the mic there, guys, sorry. <laughs> she's just adjusting. We sit on the floor, so sometimes our feet go numb. Um... <laughs> But they didn't do as much excavating as they should have. And there's been like a lot of people that have tried to get them to go underneath the post office and do more. Yeah. To see if there's any more remains I'm or anything. I'm sure there's more in there. Um, As of now, I don't believe, I know that there's at least one that was found in the area when they were tearing down the building. Okay. Which I'm about to get into all the victims. Yes. Now I'm going to start talking about a couple of the confirmed victims. Like I said, there's only nine. There were three mistresses of his these were not wives just to confirm okay so the first one was this woman named julia smith but it's spelt s-m-y-t-h-e so is that smythe (laughs) i don't want to i don't know i smythe you um (laughs) (laughs) the power of life compels you anyways and then she had a daughter named pearl those are the first two confirmed murders of his. Yeah. Pearl and Julia Smythe. Okay. They were Smythed. Sorry, that's not funny. Smoothed. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I just snorted. Okay. Um, so that was the mistress and that was his daughter. They disappeared. Both of them disappeared on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Um, He claimed that... Julia died in an abortion that went bad. However, there's not, even though he was a medical doctor, (laughs) I'm using quotations (laughs) here because the doctors during this time were not doctors. I mean, I, well, they were, you could, you could roll up into a town and say, I'm a doctor. And they'd be like, great. We don't have one yet. Fix myself. (laughs) Fix my brain. Um, so he claimed that she died in an abortion that went bad, but there's no written documentation that he was even experienced in doing abortions. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, which there's also no evidence that like she was pregnant. Nobody right. knew that she was pregnant either. Right. They did find that Pearl was poisoned, most likely by chloroform. That was uh, oh. one of his favorites, which is sad. The bones, hers were the bones that were found after excavating the castle. Oh, goodness gracious. So, it, well... Okay, let me rephrase. A girl about her age was okay. found. All right, that's pretty. I mean, that's pretty damning. Yeah. Um, either way. Yeah. Next was this girl named. Okay, these names I want to spell it or say it a certain way, but they have a couple extra letters in there, so <laughs> I deeply apologize. <laughs> Emmeline. Okay. E M E 
L-I-N-E. Emmeline? Emmeline. Emmeline? Okay, I, I like Emmeline, Emmeline better. Yeah. That sounds better. Okay. Like Evangel- Evangeline? Evangeline. I have no idea. Emmeline? We're just going to call her Emmy. You could probably say either. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so she <laughs> was confirmed killed. She was a worker that was working okay. in the building when it was still being built. Um, okay. So in 1892, when it was still in its early stages, when he was doing the one across the street, right before the World's Fair, adding the hotel, what have you. Yep. She was killed during working. He claimed that it was another failed abortion. Oh, jeez. That once again, he does not know how to do. So... Are, are these... Are they his children? No. Okay. These are... So, Emmeline didn't have any kids. But Pearl was not his kid. Okay. Because Pearl's dad, actually, was one of the biggest witnesses in the H.H. Holmes trial. Oh. So, Pearl's dad was still around and whatever. Interesting. So... So, what about... Okay. Okay. What about what? I, I'm just... Like, the supposed abortions. They... That's what he claimed. But H.H. Holmes was full of... Yeah. Malaki. Yeah. <laughs> I censored myself. You're welcome. He's uh, <laughs> he censored uh, he censored himself. <laughs> this is great. Oh no, he did not censor himself. Um, <laughs> Hell no, he didn't. So he, he said, "I'm gonna kill all these people." He was a liar. And one thing I am gonna talk about too is Miss Katie Durkey. So hold on, I'm putting my notebook down because I love Katie Durkey. <laughs> she was known as kind of a I don't like the term twit, but that is the term that I read about her. <laughs> okay. Like just kind of like a ditz, whatever. Sure. I talked about her a little bit earlier in the podcast. She. It's okay it, to be a bubbly. Yeah, it is. Head. I don't know if that's necessarily what she was, but she was. H. H. Holmes claimed to have murdered her. He claimed to have murdered twenty-seven people. Right. Some of the people that he murdered, quote unquote, murdered, were still alive. Right. So, Katie Durkee goes into the police station full yeah. force and she <laughs> says, straight-faced, my name is Katie Durkee and I have never or nor I will I ever be murdered by an H.H. H. Holmes. And she was very passionate about it. And Good I just, girl. I like Miss Durkee. So they, That's excellent. They were, I don't want to say buddies. I don't want to say mistress. I'm not exactly sure the relationship with Durkee and Holmes. Okay. But... I think the point is, is nobody really does. Right. Because whenever the police would ask her, she was just vague. Yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier. She was saying things like, the police would ask her, do you know any of the scandals that H.H. Holmes has committed or any of the illegal um, acts? Do you know where he was getting the insurance money from? Mm -hmm. And she would just play completely stupid, but they all knew that she knew what was going on. But she also wanted to make sure that H.H. H. Holmes or Herman knew she was alive and well. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on there, but she it's a is... a good stance to have. Oh, yeah. So and the whole deny till you die thing. Yeah. That, I love that. Yeah, and like years later, people tried to interview her and whatever, mm-hmm. and she would never say anything. And I think that's so interesting. All of the other quote-unquote, wives that he had, the ones that he was actually married to. Mm-hmm. There was one that was very standoffish and wouldn't talk about it at all. Yeah. And that was Georgina. That's why I said the name earlier. Oh, and she yeah. was just very like, I won't talk about it. I don't really want anything to do with it. But it seems like they were only married for a very short time. Um, okay. And that was later in his uh, career. Okay. 
Is that a bad term? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> his murder career. His murder career. His swindling. Yes. Yeah, you could, he's, he's, a, he's a career criminal. Yeah, so. the Sultan of Swindlers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so then in 1893, he met a Minnie Williams, who was a previous actress. Cute. Um, I like the name Minnie Williams. I think there's an actress named Minnie something that's out there right now. And because I just read yeah, Minnie Williams. Yeah, it's Minnie Mouse. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Minnie Driver. It's Minnie Driver. Did you ever see Ella Enchanted? With yes. The Godmother. Hmm. Nope, not the Godmother. The... Shoot, because the godmother was the ditz, the one that I like took the care of her. And the princess. Yeah, the one that took care of her, like mini mini driver. Hi, mini driver. I love your work. Anyways, I, what? quick anecdote because mm. that's all I ever do. I love anecdotes. Um, go. I speaking of like m moms in movies, mm -hmm. I guess you know the mom from Princess Diaries. Yes, I know her daughter in real life. New is a better. I should say knew her daughter in real life. Is she dead? No, I just don't know her anymore. Oh, okay. What? How'd you know her? <laughs> um, I when I was living overseas, one of my friends that was from the country that I was living in, she's from the mom. Oh, oh interesting. Crap, I didn't mean to say that. I it's might okay. bleep out whatever I just said. I might bleep that out. Okay. Or like edit it out. So if there's a weird skip and a pause, it's because I edited out something I didn't want to say. <laughs> But that's cool that you knew oh her. Gosh. That's really neat. Yeah. I actually met, I was at a drag show once. I know this is getting real off topic. I got way out of hand. I know. There. <laughs> I was at a drag show once and I was seeing Katya Zamalachikova. Huge fan, if you're listening. Um, but I met George Lopez's daughter there. And we are still friends on Snapchat. She was having a blast with this other girl. They were talking to us about how she was working at Second City. Oh, my God. And me and my buddy were Love there. Second City. Oh, my. Oh, she was the sweetest girl. She was so nice. George Lopez's daughter? Yeah. Love George Lopez. And, like, she said it, and I just looked at her, and I was like, bullshit. <laughs> oh like, God. sorry. And I, leave that in there. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. There's no way. Then she pulls out her phone and starts scrolling through pictures of her, and her dad. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Cool. This is amazing. So, uh, just so you know, I remember you. You were good people. <laughs> I still follow you on tick the tickety tockety. So I'll have to leave a like or something for you to be you like, go. hey, <laughs> thinking about you, thinking about you. Check out my podcast. <laughs> Check out my podcast. <laughs> Tell George about it. Put it on your show. George. I think you and George. I think recently they admitted. Nope. Admitted. What is? I'm I'm crying. Came out, nope, uh, whatever. Her and her dad are doing a show together. Like a TV show? I think so, they, yeah. They came out? <laughs> they came out together. Let me get my life together. Oh my All right. lord. Back to Holmes! He met the Minnie Williams actress, back to Minnie Williams, at the employment offered, <laughs> off, office and offered her a job at the murder castle. Oh my lord. So she ended up... I don't, weird thing. They were not married, but they told people they were married. There's no actual record of them being married. Um, okay. She also owned home a home and land in Fort Worth, Texas. Okay. Which he convinced her to <gasps> sign over to oh, his gosh. alias, Alexander Bond, which we talked about earlier. 
He then signed it over to his partner in crime, Peitzel, which is we're going to get to in a second, but did it under his alias, Benton Lyman. These are some names, man. Especially like when you've got H.H. Holmes as your other name. Right. And then you've got Benton Lyman as the other one. It's like, all right, you have, you must have a good speech. <laughs> a good speech. Okay, as I do not. Um, <laughs> so they started living together or staying together because he was always here and there um, and saying that they were married and rented a, an apartment in Lincoln Park in Chicago. Um, her sister came to visit them like while they were living there and whatever, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the both of them ended up being missing. Not Neither one of them were heard from after July oh, of geez. 1894. Oh my gosh. So, poof. So, they were completely so scary. gone. Everybody else that he was actually convicted of murdering mm-hmm. is going to be related to the Peitzels. So, after Minnie and Annie went missing, those were the two sisters... Holmes left Chicago in 1984. He went to the home in Fort Worth that he owned, well, his partner owned. Oh. Let me, let me take a quick second back, and we're going to talk about Peitzel. So he met Peitzel. Peitzel was a carpenter, and he was helping with a couple things, but he was also just as shady as Holmes. Right. And did a lot of weird things. He was kind of the sidekick, mm-hmm. um, as you will tell by the end of this uh not everybody makes it out alive. So. <laughs> I think that's going to be a trend with our yeah. episodes. <laughs> Nobody makes it out alive. <laughs> what? What? Um, crap. Carpenter. No. Oh. How did uh, Holmes and Peitzel meet? I believe Peitzel was hired to work for him when he was building the murder castle. Okay. Did one of them meet somebody in jail? Yes. Okay. Yes. I was okay. actually not even going to cover that. Okay. Because it wasn't like a huge thing, but yeah. he met somebody in jail. Um, let me just look up the name real quick. I know I have Sorry. it pulled up. No. I, I, didn't he kill this guy? The they, person in jail? He, he met this guy? Not confirmed. Okay. So that's why I'm only doing the absolute 100% confirmed okay. ones. Okay. Okay. Um, but he met the person in jail. Sorry, I mean to totally just... No. Really. No, 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 no. You're totally... <laughs> Totally fine. I just cannot remember the name. His name was Drumroll, please. Are you still looking for it? She's I'm still looking, looking for it right now, folks. Well, then I'm going. So I'm going to tell you what I think happened while she looks for it. I thought he met this guy in jail and uh, created some kind of insurance fraud scam with yes. him. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep, that's exactly what happened. Okay. It's his name is Hedgepeth was the last name, and. What it was is he had met him because he was arrested briefly for the first time in St. Louis. He was bailed right. out. And then he had conversations with the hedgepath who was serving a long sentence, 25 years. And they decided to make a plan for another insurance company out of $10,000 for taking out a policy on himself, meaning hedgepath. So hedgepath took out a hundred ten. life insurance policy on himself and put Holmes as the beneficiary. Mm -hmm. And Holmes promised Hedgepeth a $500 commission in exchange for the lawyer that could, a lawyer that could be trusted. And so when they went through with this, they never figured out what happened, but they also ended up doing a similar scheme with Peitzel. Right. So Peitzel 
was the one that was confirmed murdered. Okay. Okay. So, so I yes, just am getting that kind yeah, of Yeah. There was somebody okay. in prison, okay. but he was, to me, it wasn't a huge thing, yeah. but he pretty much got the idea from the guy yeah. to do this with Peitzel. So Peitzel and him got the idea to pretty much file a life insurance policy on Peitzel, find somebody, murder that somebody that looks like Peitzel, mm-hmm. and then get the insurance money. Mm-hmm. So at this point, the money was supposed to go to Peitzel's wife, and mm-hmm. Peitzel had... His name, first name was Benjamin. I'm just going to call him Peitzel. Um, but his wife had three kids. And then there was his wife. The, all the money was supposed to go directly to actually sure. Peitzel's wife. Yeah. Um, so they actually went to a different town at the time. Yes. And he, Peitzel became a quote unquote inventor. And oh, yeah. yeah. So it was a quote unquote inventor. Yeah. <sighs> So, the guy, they couldn't find anybody that looked like him. Holmes told Peitzel that he had somebody, mm-hmm. told Peitzel to meet him at the, the shop that they were doing it in. Oh, yeah. And they would go ahead and take care of it. He ended up chloroforming Peitzel and burned down the shop. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, his wife was supposed to get the $10,000. His wife was not even sure at the time that he had died because she was in and knew what was going on. Oh, my goodness. So, at this point... Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So, at this point... He was taking all of the Peitzel family yeah. and was going to get them moved. He would have... So he would transfer the kids on his own. And he would have the kids to himself and then have the wife by herself. So scary. Literally down the street from each other in two different apartments. So like if they were outside walking, they would see each other. And he would tell the wife, yeah, I've got the kids. They're safe in New York. And they would, he would tell the kids, yeah, your mom's safe in New York. And they'd both be in St. Louis. And they like both, everybody street. knew they were, they would see each other? No, they wouldn't. Oh. But that's like, they could have, because they were literally right down the street from right. each other. Did I say that weird? Yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm okay. just trying to track. No, I'm a little stoned. It happens. Same. So, so <laughs> I just want to make sure. Yeah. Um, they had three, the three Peitzel kids. Let me get, okay. <laughs> so there were the three Peitzel kids. Okay. That he was taking around. There were two girls, Alice and Nellie. I had a dog named Nellie. I really liked the name. I know a person named Nellie. Yeah? Um, Nellie. I'm going to call out my sister because I have an older sister. We got a dog when I was younger and we were deciding as a family and we did a vote on the names Ginger or Nellie. And there were two votes for Ginger, two votes for Nellie. I really wanted Ginger, but my sister told me, and I was like seven, that she would never talk to me again. If I said Ginger instead of Nellie. And I was so afraid because, like, I thought my sister was so cool. And so I picked Nellie. My sister who is listening, uh, I want you to know that I remember that very vividly. Thank you. This, I mean, some sacrifices have to be made. And I think you made a noble sacrifice in the... <laughs> Do you think the name Ginger's bad? No, absolutely not. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes if, if somebody lay, if somebody close to you, like, lays down the, the law, law... Just do what you gotta do. you gotta acquiesce. Oh, yeah. And I just remember the, the eyes she gave it's me. character building. <laughs> oh, dude, it was character building. She was scary. And my sister was also, like, she was a perfectionist, which is, like, one of the best qualities to have. Yeah. And she's also a very organized person. Okay. And, uh, if you can tell by the podcast, uh... <laughs> I am neither. Neither one of us are very organized. Uh, neither one of us are very organized. We have come to the conclusion, we have a new rule, I think I talked about this earlier, 
we are not allowed to start smoking until we start recording yeah. the episode. Yeah. Because nothing gets done. Right. <laughs> and guess what we did today, folks? <laughs> that. We smoked way before we started recording today. So. And it was only like one hit. And then we just... Oh, for you, maybe. <laughs> I didn't smoke any before I got here. I was ripping on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I completely lost my train of thought I when know. I was like, oh, Maybe. siblings, they're wonderful. Look at <laughs> okay, so back to these siblings. Um, <laughs> Alice and Nellie, those are the two girls. They were found in Philly. Um, this is hard. I didn't even want to talk about this, but I'm going to talk about it. They were put in a trunk, and I mean, like a trunk, like cars weren't really a a thing then, like like an actual travel travel trunk. trunk. Yeah, and he cut a hole in the top of it and put gas in it until they died. Ooh! And these were children. Yeah. Um, I don't like this. They were also then buried nude, and then they were found naked later. I don't like this. I'm gonna move on. Um. So they were found in Philly. Um, Howard was the other child because they had three. Mm -hmm. He was found in, so the first one was Philly, Philadelphia. Just want to make sure that he was found in Indy, Indianapolis. Just, they were kind of similar. Philly, Indy, right? Right. Okay, just want to make sure. Do you think there's a correlation with? No, not at all. I just want to make sure that everybody knew that I was saying different words. He was found in Indianapolis. In a chimney, his teeth were found. Oh. In, like, a house that he was, just, I believe, renting. Just? I believe it was just his teeth. I don't know if the rest of him was ever found. I did not see anything. How? Does that, how does that happen? Probably his head. Where did the rest of the bones go? I don't know. Burned away? Because Ooh. it's a chimney? <gasps> That's assumptions. Oh, my God. Yeah, so... Maybe I'll Google that and see if I can get some clarification because I did not clarify that enough in my that's notes. That's okay. That's all yeah. I want to know But about. so those were the three Peitzel kids. So he killed Daddy Peitzel, mm-hmm. killed the three kids. And so after that, in Philly, he also had another quote-unquote castle, which I believe is still standing to this day. Not a murder castle. There's been completely squashed of rumors that he had any torture equipment at this castle. Okay. So... That did not happen. He was finally arrested. He was caught for, after all this stuff, this is one of my favorite facts about H.H. Holmes. You want to know what he was caught for? What? It's a funny one. It's not murder. Something with his car? Nope. There were, no, I don't, were there cars then? I don't know. I have no idea. It, sort of. I'm going to say sort of. He... Horse drunk driving. Stole horses in Texas. Ugh. You don't steal someone's horses in Texas. You don't... F with Texas. You don't... So then he was finally caught. At this point, he went on trial. He pretty much was very Ted Bundy. We have a lot of video records of Ted Bundy, and I know I compared H.H. Holmes to Ted Bundy. He even represented himself for, like, one day. Yeah. So, which I know Ted Bundy did as well, like, total correlation here. He... Never gave the same story twice. Every time he was telling you something different, he was going back and forth saying, oh, this is what I did. He said he murdered up to 27 people. They were only confirmed of nine. The first one he was confirmed of murdering was Peitzel. And mm-hmm. he was immediately sentenced to death. Oh. So he, they were later confirmed that he or 
convicted of murdering the Peitzel children and everybody else. Okay. But the one that was the one and done was Peitzel. Okay. Not to say that Peitzel's a good guy because he also did a lot of bad shit to help him. So realistically, (laughs) the kids were a bigger deal. I don't know. Maybe that's just personally. (laughs) But when he was in prison... Apparently his appearance just like drastically changed. Okay, that's he, also very Bundy. Yeah, very Bundy. Um, he talked in circles all the time, mm-hmm. and that's why, like, remember at the very beginning of this episode, foreshadowing, foreshadowing, um, when I said the quote of him being having the devil inside of me. Oh. He said something along those lines. Yeah. But it was like five paragraphs long. And they shortened it and cleaned it up. Oh, so... So, okay. it, was, it was in there somewhere. <clears throat> kind of like uh, how things just kind of get lost in translation, if right, you will. Right. Or it's quoted better so that way it sounds better. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, Make yeah, it sound yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. But he drastically changed. She was actually paid $7,500 by a local paper for a confession. And the whole confession was complete BS. But they paid him. Oh my him. gosh. Yeah. So they still paid him though seventy five hundred dollars while he was in jail, and this was like for the twenty seven people. This is when Katie Durkee, the Miss Wonderful, comes in and goes, "I have not been, and nor I will ever be murdered by an H H Holmes." But on May seventh, eighteen ninety six, after his trial, he was hung. I know that the people listening to this uh, are creeps like us, so I'm going to get into a little bit of detail. <laughs> When he was being brought up to the noose, Mm -hmm. he actually showed no fear, no anxiety, nothing. Which is very calm, collected. Anybody knows anything about previous execution techniques knows... I'm trying to beat around the bush. Let me just get to the point. When you're hung, if your neck doesn't break, it's a long time for you to strangle. (gasps) So if your neck breaks, it breaks. There's the hyoid bone that's right in your neck that's usually if you could tell if somebody's been strangled or murdered in that direction that breaks if that does not break you literally strangle to death and just basically slowly suffocate so to get a little deep here his neck did not break when he was hung Uh took 20 minutes ew and so of him kicking and gasping and what have you moving on i don't know why this is a thing that we do in all our culture where we honor people's wishes after they die. <laughs> I think especially murderers. Like oh, it's yeah. one Murder. thing. Yeah, 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 if yeah. it's like, oh, sorry, I said that wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> like well, it's one thing mom. if like my dad leaves me his car and his will. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but he requested one to be buried in a Catholic cemetery. <laughs> Excuse me. To, which he was. Oh my he actually was buried in the Catholic cemetery. Two, for it to be unmarked. Yeah. Three, he wanted it buried ten feet down and encased in cement. Why, you ask? Because she's got white eyebrows right now. <laughs> um, because he was afraid of grave robbers. I didn't say that right. Because he was afraid of grave robbers. And what did he do? And when he got his start was a grave robber. He was a grave robber. So, big circle. Anyways, so he actually was buried Crazy. in the some in the cement in the Catholic cemetery 10, ten feet, feet down. down. 
there was a very huge conspiracy theory. A huge. Puge? Did I say puge? Yeah. Sorry, my words are not working today. Um, very big... Cons- I'm sorry. Very large conspiracy theory that he somehow escaped the gallows and that it was somebody else that had hung in his place. Oh my gosh. Because he was so good at the switching of the hand, having people, hiring people to do things for right. him. He even convinced Paisel to kill himself for his own insurance money in a back-ass way. Right. Whatever. So, like, yeah. Yeah, so they thought, whatever, that he was not the actual person in the casket. Okay. So, in 2017, there was his great descendant, okay. who very strongly believes that H.H. H. Holmes could be also Jack the Ripper. Right. And he had his own, like, history show. Uh-huh. Um, very interesting show. If you have the chance to watch yeah. it, I'd go watch it. Oh Once gosh. again, can't remember what the name of it is. They actually got the approval from his family members to dig him up and do DNA testing on him to make sure that it actually was him. Oh so, guess what? Your grave was robbed. <gasps> um, it wasn't actually robbed, but it was dug up. I so mean, yeah. Yeah, so, Karma. Don't what, do this what shit. Was, what was... So they actually found out um, he is H.H. Holmes, the DNA did match. Oh my match. gosh. So, but what was really interesting is because of the fact that he was encased in cement, his body didn't decay right. the way it should, and his mustache was still completely intact. Not the mustache. Isn't that fucking scary? <laughs> the mustache oh was completely Can intact. You, I, that is... Actually, I like mustaches. Not that one. Thinking about that in my brain, like cracking open this cement casket, and then just all you see is mustache. And once again, if you go to our social media, I'll post a picture of his like his face, so you could see the mustache. Because you know, there's pictures of him of his dead body. No, not of his dead body, but of him. Yeah, Um, but. like think of that. It's, it's a, a it's, it's a, a mustache. mustache. Yeah, it's, it's solid. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So that is the story of H. H. Holmes. There's actually a lot of things that are coming out right now. I'm very excited. There's an H. H. Holmes movie coming out, Devil in the White City. Did you know this? I did not know that. So Leonardo DiCaprio, love, and him. somebody else. I can't remember now. I feel super disrespectful because I had it. Are directing it, and to my understanding. A Sir Keanu Reeves is going to be playing a Sir Holmes. <sighs> and I am so excited to see Keanu Reeves and Leonardo DiCaprio work together. I love Keanu Reeves. And I love Leonardo DiCaprio. I love them both. But the one complaint that I think, in case you didn't add up the math, he did all of this. He was executed at 35 years old. All of this happened before he was 30. Was it 35? That's... I think he was even younger than 35. Bananas. Yeah, what? Yep, I think he was even younger. 35. Are you calling Keanu Reeves old? <laughs> no. <laughs> However, <laughs> it's just an age difference. It doesn't matter this, who plays the role is, as long as he Keanu does the Reeves art. support podcast. It so is a support... Hey, Velma. Yes? Uh, I think it's time for uh, the uh, Reefer Report. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think so. What are we... Can you remind me? Can you remind me what uh, we're smoking? Yeah, we are smoking the Z-Fruit, um, and we were doing it out of the OCB papers. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? 
great, actually. Whoa. Like, great. Yeah. Super silly. Like, sillier than last episode. Oh, yeah. This one, um, I'm going to give this one definitely a five out of five puffs. Yeah. Uh, I definitely, somebody told me this once, I feel like pie, because I'm baked, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about how that's I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah, I feel... Uh, uh-huh. I'm definitely giggly. I would give this one, like I said, five out of five puffs. Yeah. It was a hybrid. I think this one's more of a sativa dominant because I feel uh-huh. like it's making us a little bit more giggly. The other one kind of made me a little groggy. Yeah. But either yeah, way. Yeah. I did feel a little bit groggy. I was ready for a nap, but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Naps are fun. Yeah. I like naps too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would say it's uh, definitely a five out of five puffs. But remember, it's still only puff puff pass. Hey y'all, thank you for listening to Stir the Pot today or this week with our first two premiere episodes. We're so excited to be here with you guys and we have worked really hard the last couple of weeks to make this all happen and and figure it all out. We just kind of like jumped in with this and we're super happy, we're super excited and we are very grateful to you guys for listening. And remember, we will be posting our episodes Every Tuesday morning at 4.20 a.m. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at stirthepot underscore pod. And remember, murder weapons don't make good home decor. And stay dangerous.